Best Sports Radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. They call me The Big Show. Big Show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's The Big Show. Everybody ready? Thursday, Thursday. Happy Thursday. Let's get rolling. This is the Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. The Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, thank you very much for making us a part of your day. We're here in Orem. We're at the warehouse hanging out with Tom and the gang, 86 East University Parkway. Come by and see us. We've got jazz gear for you. We've got Salt Lake City Stars tickets for you as well. And, uh, yeah, not to mention Gordon's here. He's going to sign some autographs, shake some hands. Oh, well, do Gordon celebrity things? Whatever. Well, I'll do. I'm willing to do whatever I I need to do. Wow. Whatever. That's a promise. <laughs> Back flips, front flips, uh, but wheels. The idea, of course, is the warehouse price is so low it will blow your mind. We'll talk about Tom, what he's got uh, going, but it's always good deals for our listeners, and uh, you'll find out all about it throughout the show. Come on by and see us, 86 East University Parkway. Don't forget about their uh, their location in Salt Lake, either 1967 South, 300 West. Uh, before we get started, because we do have a lot to do today, Sam Amick on the show at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Mark Pope, head coach at BYU at 5.30. Excited to talk to po- uh, Coach Pope. I know you were uh, up at BYU today, so we'll get your, your thoughts on that. But we've got to start here because I understand uh, there, there, the station back where Austin is, there's some, there's some chaos we're on location, but Austin uh, was describing it as, as the station's basically on fire. Austin, every is is everything okay? I feel like Charlie Steiner in that old ESPN commercial where he's like hiding from the Y2K apocalypse or whatever. Okay, all right, yeah, things are things are being held together by uh, by duct tape and uh, and a prayer. Like what? what? A lot of uh, Elmer's glue around what? right now. Yeah. What's going on? Well, Lloyd's holding a, a wire hanger off the top of the roof right now, <laughs> aiming it towards uh, the sky. Adrian's out running lines somewhere inside the arena. Jeremy Potter's uh, dialing up things and typing things and, and wiring things, and uh, here we go. All right. So so that's good news. So we are on the air, though, officially. Yeah. This is happening. Okay. Well, I'm kind of glad we're not in studio today, Gordon. Kind of glad we're out here. I'm in a great mood, all. I'll tell you. Yeah, they, it sounds like we have stress. So this would be a good Austin. day to mess with me. No, 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 oh. no. But also maybe a good day to avoid you or at least be separated from you by an entire county. <laughs> right. That's not, not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so there you go. So it's uh, we're doubly fortuitous today. No, Austin, he's just a passionate man. He's passionate about what he does, and, and he's passionate about making sure it, uh, it goes correctly. 
So especially on a day like today where we've we've got an action-packed show, jazz fans are wondering what's going on with their team. The great Sam Amick's going to be with us. It'll be great to talk to uh, to Mark Pope at 530. And, uh, yeah, BYU basketball, it's fun to have a big college basketball story in town. So things are good. We're sitting on a new piece of furniture than we're uh, usually on. So this it's is pretty true. nice. I like this one. We'll have to ask Tom about it. It's got a nice feel to it. The problem is that it's got too nice a feel. Because we're lounging back, and I'm going to fall asleep. Well, yeah, come on, Gordon. I mean, I know. Fire up? Okay, well, fire uh, up. We know, I, know I have we, to get uncomfortable here. I know we tease you about being old, but keep it together over there. Well, well you got to admit. Keep it peppy. This is comfortable. It is very comfortable, and it is a, a fantastic deal. And so we'll uh, we'll talk to Tom about it all coming up. Anything else on your mind? What else is going on? You all right? Should we get to the split? What do you want to do? Uh, I'm fine. Beautiful. I mean, I know Austin always teases us about giving the weather report, but what a spectacular day. It's gorgeous outside, and we do start off pretty much every show for some reason talking about the weather. Let's take a look out the window. It's gorgeous outside. In like a lamb, out like a lion. (laughs) I know. It's over 50 degrees, and I, I feel like... Get the pools open. Let's let's do this thing. <laughs> this, is, this is the case every year at this time. I know. Time. And then we'll get smeared by a snowstorm, and it'll be cold until May. So, <laughs> But uh, we're all right. No, let's go ahead and get started because we got to be in good moods today, you and I do. We do? We have to. Why? Because how do you think jazz fans are feeling right now? Well, they're not in a good mood. Why does that mean we have to well, be? That feels we, like we, we're kind of rubbing it in their face, actually. <laughs> we're happy. How about you? Yeah, right. So, okay, we can we can try that. We can, we can try that. <laughs> or or should, should we just should we just should we just <laughs> too much Gordon? Sir, we got to bring here. Uh, now we got to turn. But, uh, that's right. Let's turn Gordon down further. I agree. Uh, uh, okay, so what's what is. What is the proper tone? Uh, well, well, not have, just the proper volume. What's the proper tone? Well, we could just go super negative. For example, I hate your column today so much, and I'm sure we'll we'll argue about that at some point. So we could go we could go super negative if you want. Uh, I've been as it pertains to the jazz, but uh, if you want to argue over my column, and you know, thank you for inspiring me. Because whatever I think that you think, I go the exact diametrically opposed direction. I know direction. you do. I know you do. And, and it's why you're wrong a lot. But <laughs> <laughs> but gloriously so. And there are dozens of, of commenters on the Salt Lake Tribune website that agree with me. Oh, so, yeah, you know, right. Those, mean, guys, those guys disagree with you about everything. <laughs> well, that's why it's not a good gauge. <laughs> but anyway... Uh, yeah, we can talk about that. Too. Just, just you know, beautiful writing, but just crazy wrong opinion. <laughs> <laughs> just really far well, off. You know, for a guy who grew up with a very intelligent mom and a wonderful father, I don't know what the hell happened to you. You know, <laughs> you, you, you dropped on your head or something. What happened as, to you? As a person that I usually consider rational, you know, sane and well thought out, what what happened to you? I'm just saying, I know you're your just, mom. You're, I know your mom. I know your dad. I've had, I've, I've spent time with them. I have grown to, your mom is one of the, just one of God's gifts on this, on this, 
on this uh, on this planet. She's a wonderful She's person. A I wonder- agree. What happened? What do you mean? What happened? What happened to you? Well, she raised me to respect sports, and when I see somebody <laughs> just trying to ruin it intentionally, <laughs> I get I did. get upset. You know, take down I, college football. I bet, you know, I bet your mom agrees with me more than she agrees with you. I doubt it because she is supremely intelligent. She is indeed. All right, so should we get to the split story yes. today? We'll talk about your column later. Okay, uh, Gordon writing about the new transfer rule that's uh, bound to happen. So we'll get to that coming up. But now let's get to the split story of the day, Austin, if you please. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 45-44, Tatum on the right side. Works his way into a three and hits. Man, he is a bona fide offensive superstar. Kemba Walker, Marcus Smart starts. Here's Wanamaker. Top to Smart for a contested three and he hit. 107-95 with 3.10 to play. Tatum gets Bogdanovich. Goes right at him. Here it is. Step back three this time. Good. We built him before in the beginning of the year, so now it's a matter of just finding a way. You know, we have, you know, this was this was a, a good sign, you know, after the past three games. But, you know, obviously we want to win. But, you know, it's, 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 we just got to continue to stay locked in and stay focused. Gordon, the Jazz have now lost their fourth consecutive game at home, which seems crazy to say. They lose to the Boston Celtics 114-103. And there are many, many topics to get to with the Utah Jazz right now, both on the court and off of it. But let's talk about the game itself last last night, and then maybe we can branch out into a few other things. Okay. Where do you want to start? Because there are a thousand different thoughts right now. I just told you on the court. That's uh, with the game I, last I, night. I, I that's, where, that's where that. I want to. I, I, well, okay. <laughs> I know that. But there are a thousand issues on the court. What is the most pressing at the moment? Uh, well. Because <laughs> I think they actually, I, I think the most pressing issue was better last night. Effort was the first thing they okay. had to had to cure, and they they tried harder last yeah, night. Yeah, but, but, uh, but outside of that, uh, efficiency on defense. Uh, the, the Celtics still have a uh, offensive rating of 128. That's that that is that's not good enough. I understand that's a really good team, but the Jazz have okay. The effort was there, perhaps, but the overall effect of what happened on the court nowhere near good enough. When you have Jason Tatum go off uh, go off the floor. And all of a sudden, the Celtics blow up on the Jazz, and it's the exact same thing that's been happening to this team, where you have a, a fairly competitive game, and then all of a sudden that lead gets extended, and it just blows up from there. And the Jazz, it, it's like a ticking time bomb. It, it, sooner or later, there's going to be a stretch where the Jazz just can't keep up. And that happened again last night. I mean, in the, you saw the back and forth with – with Tatum and Donovan Mitchell, and it, it got into, I think Donovan maybe got sucked into that a little bit. Two ways of looking at it. Either Donovan got sucked into that and then was doing his thing, or else he looked around on the floor and thought, okay, you over there, Bogey, you can't shoot straight. Joe Ingles, you can't shoot straight. Uh, Mike Conley, you can't lay the ball into the basket, so I'm going to take the shots. Rudy Gobert here. Oh, you can't hang on to the ball. Give me that. Give it. Give it to me. Is that what happened? 
I think some of that is happening, yeah. Well, Donovan, I mean, Donovan Mitchell last night, Gordon took 32 shots. So, yeah, that's 12 more than his season average. Yeah. I so, mean, I mean, yeah, Donovan Donovan took a lot of shots. I Just to kind of agree with you and, and further the conversation, I think there's some selfishness going on. Explain. I, I, I think that there's selfishness on both sides of the ball going on, and it's having a real negative effect. Remember when the, the, the motto was the whole team, yeah. the, the strength of the team is the team thing? That That's not – Existent with, with the Jazz right now. And Locke didn't know the exact number of passes um, that the Jazz had last night, uh, but he, he brought up uh, basically the, the month of February, and the passing on the team is way down. And so that can be a result of a couple of things, right? Teams are playing the Jazz differently, which forces them into ISO basketball, right. which which passes are going to be down. But, I mean, uh, on a game last like last night, I don't think there was any excuse for the passing to be down. I think they're playing selfishly offensively, which is leading to them, or maybe it's vice versa, to them playing selfishly uh, on defense as well, or not playing defense. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's a lot of that going on where Rudy is is begging for buy-in defensively from the team and begging for the ball offensively. And, and I think neither. he's and getting neither and probably running out of some motivation. So he looks around and says, okay, you guys aren't going to pass me the ball. Uh, you are, you guys are not going to play the kind of defense necessary for this team to win. So neither am I. Right. And, and that's a I'm theory, by the ball. way. I don't, I don't know that, and I don't know that you do either. Oh, I but, don't. I but don't. I get that impression. I mean, you see the videos going around on Twitter where uh, – well, actually, there's a couple of different, but there's some defensive mistakes from Rudy that we don't usually see right. that are going around mm-hmm. out there. And there's also a bunch of them where Rudy's wide open on a roller under the basket and not getting the ball. So, you know, Rudy's not entirely right, but I can understand – why he would get frustrated if if that's the case because they've they've relied on him defensively for you know working so hard and covering the entire floor at times we've seen and you know now if guys are just going to get beat and not really care about it then he's not going to really care about it either i hope we're not seeing that okay so let's take it one at a time let's take the offense first and then we'll talk about the defense what are you seeing are you seeing one one two three passes and then someone trying to take his man to the basket. Or We're not even seeing the three passes, to be honest with you, a lot. We're really not. I mean, look at who took all the shots last night, Gordon. They're all the one-on-one players. Uh, Donovan took 32. Conley took 13. Clarkson took 13. How much of that is because Bogdanovich couldn't shoot straight? And, either, and Joe Ingles either can't shoot straight or won't shoot. Well, I would say whether he's shooting straight or not, eight shots isn't enough for Bogdanovich. Well, how many did he make? One. I mean, I don't. I don't. It's an age-old question. If you're not feeling it, and he hasn't been feeling it for quite some time now, do you keep shooting to help your team, or do you try and help your team in other ways? And in the case of Bogdanovich, who's neither a good passer nor a good defender, his options are limited. Uh, you keep shooting. I mean, by that logic, he never would have taken the game-winning shot against Houston. He was having a terrible game that game. Well, there was no opportunity to take a game-winning shot. 
But you understand my point. Yeah. If if you followed the logic of well, you don't have it that night. Yeah, but then you get into the then you get into a situation like Trey Burke putting up sixteen shots and making two. Okay, hold the phone. I'm I'm fairly liberal with comparisons <laughs> because I can I can understand most of the time what people are saying. But let us not for one second compare the the right of Trey Burke and Boyan Bogdanovich to shoot their way. Out of a slump. So you let's, think that let's was let's know. I mean, one player was just terrible, and one player's having a bad stretch. <laughs> so it's worse than the analogy of the meat with the bacon wrapped around. Well, it. that was a bad analogy. This is a bad comparison. Okay. I, I believe uh, that they. Right. I believe there is All a right. difference. Let me see if I can come up with a bad uh, metaphor. Listen, the Jazz took forty threes last night. That's great. They should continue to do that. And more, how many did they make? More. 12? They made twelve. They shot thirty percent. And you know what? More often than not, their percentage is going to come back to where it always has been, which at the moment is still number one in the league. And they're going to win more ball games. That's a good sign. And Bogdanovich needs to shoot more than eight times. He does. I don't I don't care if he is one for eight. He's he's the number two scorer on this basketball team. He needs to shoot. And Joe Ingles needs to shoot, by the way. And well, I know well, you were saying he was cold too. You know what? He was shy he won't, he won't, on pulling the trigger. He, he, needs look to, at the basket. he needs to shoot. He needs to. He Why does. is he on the floor if he's not going to shoot? I think 32 shots is too many for Donovan. He shouldn't need to do that. But I think he felt the need to do it. Maybe, but and, and I'm not really assessing whether he was right or wrong about that decision, but he should not need to take 32 shots. Yeah. That's too many. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, that's, that. That's fair. I don't know what the exact correct number is, but last night he was uh, he was pushing it a tad bit. The last few games when Donovan has had more than 30 points, it's come in him playing hero ball in desperate moments. And it came earlier last night because when he was in foul trouble, that's when Tatum started to do his thing and the Jazz uh-huh. couldn't throw the ball in the right, ocean. Right. So Donovan comes back in and it's like, okay, it's Donovan time. And maybe he needed – do that? See, that's that's that is the big question. What options does he have? I mean, he he didn't he lead the team in assists. Uh, he did. So, and and so, Quinn Snyder gave him credit for that in the post game. But it, it, but but when you look around and nobody else is making shots, uh, I mean, while we're young, what's he supposed to do? Say, okay, I know you guys aren't shooting straight, or are you're unwilling to shoot? But I'm going to continue to pass you the ball, and you're going to keep on missing, and we're going to fall behind by twenty, and I'm the, I'm just going to keep sharing the ball. Or is he going to sit there and say, okay, Tatum, I got you, and I'll raise you five? And, and and that's what he did last night. I'm not sure he had much of an option. But here's here in my mind is the danger, and we're we're going a direction with this conversation. I didn't think we'd go, but I I kind of like it. The the most kind of on the nose criticism about Donovan right now that could end up being true is that he's a volume shooter. Yeah, you know we. Uh, we I've kind of bristled at that for a long, long time because I think that he does other things and he's got this team mentality and he does truly make other teammates better where I've fought against that criticism. Yeah. But it it could be true. It's always, you know, what's been the buzzword that we've always used with Donovan that he needs to get better at? Efficiency. Right. right? I mean, we've talked about that. That That is what, talked about. That's what we're talking uh-huh. about. So – I, you know, the Jazz may have needed that many shots from Donovan last night, and maybe last night is kind of a one-off type of occurrence, but I don't want to see 
Donovan become a, a volume shooter. Allen Iverson was a great player in the NBA. There's no doubt about it, but there was a ceiling to, to his teams, in my opinion, because he was a volume shooter and needed to have the ball all the time. Donovan has the capability, as great as Allen was, of being better than that, in my opinion. You but think he can be better than AI. Maybe it's a bad comparison, but he could be in that. He could be in that conversation certainly as somebody who's really, really good. And Allen Iverson, if he's he's a Hall of Famer, isn't he? Or if he's not, he, he so. probably will be. But you know, if he's gonna, if Donovan's gonna be a number one in this league, I think he needs to be more than a volume scorer but, but, but or a vol- volume. I, I understand what you're saying, but I'll, I'll, I remember after one of Donovan's games when he decided to be less aggressive, and he was trying to share the ball, get his teammates involved, and the Jazz lost. And I remember Shaq, and you can love him or hate him as a commentator, but I remember afterward he said Donovan Mitchell, as a star, has to. Uh, has to control this team. Has to has to express himself in order for the benefit of his team. He has to take control of games, and I think that's what Donovan was trying to do last night because he looked around and nobody else was. Hmm. Nobody else seemed either capable of doing it or willing to try to do it, and so Donovan looked around and said, "Okay, I got to do this." What else? What else is? What are the possibilities here? And and I guess I guess you could say maybe he was being selfish or he's taking too many shots. Uh, that I, I'm not saying that uh, that is not a possibility here. I just I just don't know what else a team leader is supposed to do when nobody else is functioning the way they have to. Well, the truth is he has to get them going. And if you want to look at that through a, a short-term lens or a long-term lens, either way, that's, that's got to be the case. I thought he was trying to do that last night. Now, maybe not later in the game, when it got, but it got more and more desperate as time went on. But I, I don't know. What I'm, I guess that's what I'm saying. I don't know whether to blame him or to give him credit. It's almost like the, that, and I've been there as a manager before, it's almost, it's almost like – well, the job's got to get done, so I'm just going to do everything. Like, I know this is your job, but I'm going to do it because, mm-hmm. you know, we've got a deadline and it's got to be done right. And I could take the time to show you, but I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to do it. You know, sometimes that's not always the solution. And then other people suffer in the long run. Right. That's what your point is. So, and, and I, I guess I'm not saying that's happening here because you're right to this to this extent, Gordon. You know, if Donovan diagnoses the game and thinks like, "Oh my gosh, I you know I don't know what's going on with you, you and you," but your your mind's not in it, and somebody's got to keep us in this thing. I I get that. What do you? But th- that that's not the that's not the key to their long term right. success. But but if you're in a boat and it's sinking, and you look around and you have seven people, it's a big boat got seven people who are in the water and they are drowning. Are you going to sit there and hope somebody else is going to come to the rescue? Or are you going to try and save them yourself? That's a lousy analogy. Yeah, it's not, it's not terrific. Okay, how about, okay, let's say it this way. What if you got like three guys who are, let, let's say you got ten guys in a boat and, and, and the boat hits a rock and seven of them are injured and they're in the water and they need to be saved. And you got three able-bodied people, mm-hmm. but two of them are scared of the water. 
What are you going to do? Sit there and say, come on, guys. Come on. Let's go. Let's go save these others. Let's go save the seven. Come on. Come on. Come on. Or are you going to dive in and try and save the seven? No, I, I mean, I don't know what your point you're trying to prove, but, you know, probably sit there. <laughs> I can tell from your answer you know exactly what I'm saying, and you know it's true. You're going to try and save them. You're what's, not going to wait for the, the others uh, to save them. What's the old thing, you know, uh, catch a fish catch a fish for a, for a dude and you feed him for a day, but you teach him to fish and you, you feed him for a lifetime. Yeah, but what you know? good does it do if they starve in the meantime? This is a pretty extreme analogy that well, you're probably, really getting I mean, to. I'm just trying to figure it. Yeah, well, whatever you figured, nailed it. <laughs> right on the money. That's what As usual. The people are with me on this. As they understand exactly. Usual. What I was saying. We are live at the warehouse, 86 East uh, University Parkway here in Orem. Our friend Tom joins us once again. And Tom, Gordon, and I couldn't help but notice you've got us uh, fitted out with a with a new chair today. Newbie. Yeah, this is very nice. I got to admit. You like the other one better, or you like this one better? I don't know. They 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 do have a little bit of a different feel to them, although similar. This is nice and soft. I this is kind of a bucket seat. Yeah, it's good. You can kind of melt into it a little bit. Which one's more comfortable, Gordon? Uh, I like them both and for different reasons. That's a good answer. No, I, for, different, answer. for different reasons. The first one I liked because I love that quality leather. Yeah. Uh, this one I love because it's posh and it feels soft. Oh, baby. Yeah. And we all love soft. Spanish word suave. Feels like there should be like a fire roaring. Somewhere close to me, you know. I, I, and well, football on. Listen, I think it's time the Jazz get a fire roaring. Yeah. Probably, there are so many people stressed out, so I'm going to do this entire day to de-stress <laughs> all the Jazz fans. You're going to give them an outlet. I listen. I'm going to do the Coach Mac recliner. Okay. Regular eight hundred ninety-nine dollars for two hundred and ninety-nine dollars. This is made by Cheers, and if you want to do it where it's power. Push button instead of nine ninety nine instead of a thousand bucks. How about three hundred and forty nine dollars? Wow, that would de stress you. Come home, recline, chill. Don't watch the jazz game because there's not one tonight. Maybe catch a movie or something. Yeah, <laughs> watch the Hallmark Channel. Now, that I might don't stress know about me. That, yeah, that, that might, might stress me. Pick out a uh, pick out a movie where the good guys actually win at the end. There's a lot of those. Yeah. You couldn't come up with an example. <laughs> Die Hard. <laughs> That's right. You know, I've never seen that movie. Which one? There's like five of yeah, them. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen any of them. Well, oh. that's too bad. We're, we get your point, Tom. <laughs> we're going to de-stress. We're going to do a queen adjustable bed, including the motorized base, with the mattress for $499. And we had somebody come in here today. And they said, we have one of your competitors. They're giving away free adjustable beds with the mattress purchase free free so i went over there and when you come in i'll I'll talk to you about it they have a king head up adjustable that they're going to give you free when you buy the mattress for 11.99 okay so i said and (laughs) so what (laughs) what's special about that Last week, I broke big news. I'm doing a 10-inch gel-infused memory foam mattress for $899, and we're going to play their game. I'm going to give you a head-up and foot-up. 
Even better. Instead of just head up, and it's $300 cheaper. Their adjustable base head up, foot up, the cheapest one, is $899. So, and? Yeah, right. So what? You can beat it, no problem. The Jazz are still my team, so they've lost four straight. You're a loyal straight. guy. They've lost That's four right. straight. We're going to come back. So we're going to take you this weekend, and we're going to de-stress you with prices that you've never seen. And we had big response last weekend by the offer that I've never made. And I said that I would never do it again. But there's so much stress. I've got to help our community. Keep it rolling. I'm going to give you your choice if you buy an adjustable bed of either free sheets or free mattress protector once again. And remember, we're going to deliver and set up for 50 bucks. Give me a boom. Boom. 86. I need a boom from Gordon. Oh, we got to de-stress the whole, Come the on, whole Gordon. community. Kaboom. Oh. oh. Is that like an extra? That's like a sonic boom. Kaboom. <laughs> like kaboom, does that mean you're, you'll are you you'll pay for part of what anybody comes in and buys? <laughs> no. Because you went off script Jake, there. That's not what I you're intended. Gonna get, you're going to get in trouble. I am going to get in trouble. I'm going to protect you this time. Yeah, yeah he's going to get punched. All right. Well, <laughs> We'll have more coming As long up next. as it's like uh, fruit punch or <laughs> yeah, something ooh, like that would be fun. I like guava. Yeah, those old nice. wine punch commercials. All right. Yeah. More next. 97.5 <laughs> and 1280 The Zone. <laughs> the Joe Ingles Show with DJ and PK. I'm wondering during streaks like this, does confidence fluctuate to the individual level and then to the collective level as a team? I think it's forgotten that we are all still regular humans. We go through the same stuff other people do. We have good days, we have bad days, on and off court. Guys are going to lose confidence at times. I'm not saying that they're not confident at all to go out there and do their job, but it's going to be on a different level at different times. There is flows that you go through, and from top to bottom, every player needs to pick it up and on the players to play better and be locked in and do what we have to do and do our job. Obviously, that at the end of the day is to win games and not just to play them. Oh, yeah. Catch Jazzman Joe Ingles with DJ and PK every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 975-1280 the zone. Welcome on back. Live from the warehouse, 86 East University Parkway here in Orem. Band of the day today is Toto, selected by Gordon. Brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. This this song was written about uh Rosanna Arquette. It was, right? yeah. Because the lead singer or something was something like that. was uh was dating her. Was the song Africa written about Africa? Yeah, I don't know. Probably. You ever written a love song for Lisa? I have written a poem because not of this a, quack a, crap, but no. like a poem for for Lisa. Yeah. Do you, do you have it memorized? Could you no. get? Could you spit us a verse? It was a long time ago. Was it? I have since forgotten it. Sappy? What was its its 
What was its general tone? Uh, it was it was lovey. Lovey dovey. Have you ever done the uh, love languages thing? Have you ever taken that test to see what your love language is? Uh, no. You know, physical touch, uh, gift giving, uh, quality time. What are the others? Um, I don't know. I wonder what yours would be. What was yours? Mine was actually, uh, I think it was quality time. Was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. Yes, indeed. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're just trying to lighten the mood here, folks, because the Jazz suck right now, and I, I don't know what I don't know what to say. We broke down the offense and talked about it, what was going on there, uh, uh, you know, on that side of the court. Uh, what about the defensive side, Jake? I mean, what? How can this get better? Uh, if other teams are capable of putting shooters on the floor who can hurt the Jazz, uh, why can't the Jazz find that their offensive-minded players can play some defense too? What What is the problem here? Well, for uh, part of it's physical, which which is an issue. But okay, um, the Jazz don't have great ath- athletic types at every position. We've we've talked about that in the past. But they but they should be good enough to be able to collectively communicate and work as a unit, as Tim likes to say. You know, defense on a string. Uh, shouldn't they be able to do that to a to a to a to an adequate level? Well, shouldn't you be able to do uh, 50 chin-ups? But, you know. But I'm not a professional chin-upper. I can, you know, should. Yeah, that's and, what these guys do. I can should in one hand and spit in the other and tell you what <laughs> fills up faster. <laughs> but, I mean, you know what I'm saying. I but, know what you're saying, but, but, but part of the problem is right now uh, the, the Jazz are going against the grain a little bit uh, as far as size goes in the NBA where the bigs are getting smaller and the smalls are getting bigger. The Jazz have... Uh, they're really big on one end, and they're really small on the other. They're kind of going against the grain on that one, and so there's <laughs> going to be some limits there, and now they can overcome okay, some okay. of that stuff by by the warm and fuzzies that you're having right now. No, but, no, it's but, what, easier, but it's but, easier said than done. But what you're saying is like like this is some titanic shift that happened uh, two weeks ago. Um, I, what I, what is so different now? What is the methodology being employed by other teams that's making it so difficult for the Jazz to play freaking defense? It all it all centers around Rudy. I figured I thought we've kind of gone over this a couple of times. It all centers on if you can negate Rudy's impact on the game on both sides of the floor, then that's a W. <clears throat> so uh, defensively, if you can get Rudy out of the paint. And get Rudy out of the play by not setting a pick. Well, that's a win for the other team. So, but uh, should teams be able to do that? I understand what you're talking about when you have a when you have a big who can shoot it, and Rudy has to go away from the basket a little bit. But that that's not. I mean, that's not revolutionary. Teams were trying to do that to him last year. But isn't it more com- you know more complex than that? Where when Rudy comes to help, I mean nobody's helping Rudy. Yeah, yeah, and that was the case last year at times as well. But they still had the second-rated defense in the league. Uh, that was 
unrealistic to expect that this year. But not not to make excuses for them. But they're they're a different team this year, and they were always going to be different defensively. But this bad? No, I I mean I'm with you. So it's not good, and they're capable of more, which is the frustrating okay. part. Okay, so so okay, there are two ways of looking at it. The one is okay, you're not physically gifted, you're not quick enough laterally uh, to 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 be good defenders. Uh, that's and that is the hopeless way of looking at it. The other the other way of looking at it that does give hope is that if they read and recognize situations better and are willing to help and to communicate, then they can certainly do better than what they've done. When you have uh, allow Phoenix to have a 130-plus rating, whatever it was, at the offensive end, something is going horribly wrong. And the Celtics are a quality team. I get that. They were 128 last night. Uh, then, then something is broken here. Something needs to be fixed. And the Jazz even... Even though they may not have great defensive athletes, they they can do better than what they're showing now. I don't disagree. I I really don't. So so that's criticism, and yet it is hopeful from a standpoint that somehow if they get it coordinated better and if the players, like Quinn said, internalize it and think about it and then do it, then it gives them an opportunity to be tougher at that end. Uh, If I were a jazz player and I was – and I was getting beat the way they've been getting beat. I think I might level somebody, I, and not in a cheap shot way. But I, I think I, if someone was just taking me to 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 the basket or doing something that I, I felt like, okay, I my team is not doing this the right way. I would I'd level somebody just to shake everybody up to say, hey, go out here and play. Let's let's be tough, like Rudy was talking about. Be physical. Uh, don't let teams just carve you up. I mean, the Jazz have looked like that proverbial turkey at the defensive end. I think, I think that's a really big problem. Is I I don't know about uh, communication and all this stuff. I mean, it's I, I'm sure it's right, but at some point you've got to be an NBA player who can keep your guy in front of you. And you want you want to know a big problem of playing? There's lots of problems with playing Joe Ingles, Donovan Mitchell, and Mike Conley together all at the same time. You want to know what one of the biggest one is? Is not one of them at the moment is keeping their guy in front of them. Yeah. So at some point, and I'm sure that's part of the motivation moving Royce O'Neal back into the starting lineup, as you hope Royce is at least somewhat equipped to keep his guy in front of him. But you can't have everybody getting beat like that. Well, that it brings us back to the the problem of not having Rudy, not having to set a pick. To get uh, to get pen- dribble penetration, where you just beat your guy right, right off the right off the bat. Yeah, I mean that is disheartening for a team. So, is it too much to ask? And maybe it is. Is it too much to ask Joe Ingles and Royce O'Neal and Donovan Mitchell, particularly, to go out there and stay in front of their guy? I don't think so. Now, Mike Conley is little. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, it's it's a, you're going to have to hide Mike Conley, but you can't hide three guys. So at some point, somebody's got to go go out there and stay in front of their guy. They got to. And last it, night, it you, has to. Last night, you had guys like Marcus Smart tearing you apart with those three pointers, which he only made three all game. So I'm willing to chalk but something it was, like but that. But it was up to at a critical a time. It was no doubt, and good for him on hitting it. Wanamaker. But you know what? If I if I have to pick somebody on Boston shooting threes, I'm going to take Marcus Smart. Uh, there were so, there I mean, were a couple. There were a couple threes made in the second half where there was no Jazz defender in sight. 
Right. And at least two of Marcus Smart's threes were just prayers. <laughs> yeah. The only guy who the only guy that really looked like he was being defended last night was Gordon Hayward, who did not look good. And got booed mercilessly. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He did. So did Ennis. And then Ennis sent out, did you see his tweet he sent out, like, right after the game? No. I don't have it in front of me, but it basically was. it about the cheese cheesecake yeah, yeah, factory? Yeah. No, no, no. And and he made that joke yesterday, too. I it's know. still funny. Point, point yeah, you see, the radio's not linear. Right, okay. Uh, but it basically said, like, like, water under the bridge, jazz fans. Thanks for, like, almost like a, like a, we forgive each other kind of tweet. I should bring it up and read it exactly. But and, and it had a picture attached of Ennis signing autographs. But it was all Celtics fans. Like, they were all Celtics jerseys. So you it's know, almost like Ennis is just hilariously trolling everybody because it was like, glad we put this behind us. Well, see, here's the thing. Like, the announcers last night, Chauncey and uh, was it Dave Pash? Yeah. Uh, anyway, I mean, they're all shocked that the fans are booing Gordon Hayward still. It's like they don't know the backstory. You know, it's, it wasn't just a matter because he was saying, I wonder if they booed Ricky Rubio this way. No. No, they didn't. Different exit. Yes, a very different exit. And you would think that they would be informed on that. That's why folks are booing them so vehemently. It's not because he just because he left. It was because of the, the way in which he left. Here it is, Gordon. Uh, Ennis' tweet. Huge thanks for the love. Hashtag Jazz Nation. You will always have a place in my heart. I'm glad we finally made up. And then look it's at this. all Celtics fans. Look at this picture that he tweeted out. Like Ennis signing autographs, but it's all Celtics fans. Uh, there's, there's some Jazz fans in there. There is not. If there is, what about there's the kid one in front of them. There with the jer- with it, the jazz the one in the Celtics jersey, you mean? No. <laughs> There's a whole lot of green in that picture. <laughs> There's not one jazz fan in that group. Not one? No. You've got to admit that's really funny. Like, glad we made up. He does have a bit of a sense of humor, doesn't he? He does. Mm. You always have a, a place in my heart with a picture, not of him, like, embracing a jazz fan, <laughs> but him signing autographs with nothing but Celtic fans. <laughs> After a win. Oh, man. That stings, man. That stings. We'll have more coming up next. Give us your thoughts on the jazz at Jake Scott Zone at Gordon Monson. You can also send in an open mic on our Zone Sports Network app. I'd love to take some open mics today. Let's do that. Give us your thoughts on what's going on with the team. Uh, Oh, yeah. We can't do it in that room. Dang it. We're having uh, is, the is studio really a fire. Well, Austin, Austin is in Studio B. So he's not even in our normal studio. So his what he can do is a little bit limited. So did the did the uh, did the normal studio like get slimed or something? What did Lloyd do, Austin? Well, uh, you know, there's still an HR uh, investigation ongoing, so I would leave no comment. Was there a party, a raging party going on in there? Uh, no, cramped for a party. No. Did, did did Lloyd have some sort of weird fantasy thing where he wanted to Whoa. you know have Whoa. some some crazy activities Whoa. going on? In Whoa, there? jeez! Whoa! Speaking of HR investigations, jeez, we're just having trying to have a little fun, light the light the mood because because the, the, the studio is is having issues, and now we're talking about Lloyd Cole's fantasies. I mean, it's just. 
is just too much, man. Wait a minute. You guys can sit there and make fun of Lloyd, and the second I make fun of him, suddenly there's you something just, wrong with you it? You took it too far and in the wrong direction. <laughs> okay. I apologize. I didn't mean it like that. You are that. You are that no, guy. No, I meant like too far guy. Well, well, no, I mean I was thinking more along the lines of was it was it real crowded and were they you know bumping in there? Nope, nope. <laughs> Eighty six East University Parkway. That's where we are. The warehouse in Orem. Come on by. Price is so low it will blow your mind. Mornax ninety seven five and twelve eighty the zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Yeah, my voice took a hit. My voice took a hit once or twice a year. That's the worst when your voice is like, it takes a shot. You go to meet people and they look at you and they're like, what is the matter with you? It's like, well, I mean, obviously this is not how I sound usually. Could you do the produce preakness like that? They're coming through? around the apple, around the left field wall. And we're going to get through this. <laughs> and now here comes the corner of the comb, fighting all the way to the finish line. Banana trips over the mound. And it's going to be the apple. Is the victor? <laughs> and, uh, congratulations to the apple corner of the cob in second. Carrot is in third. Yeah, that's about what it would sound like. Yeah. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. All right, live here at the warehouse, we have uh, Sam Amick coming up next at the top of the 4 o'clock hour day. Uh, we're going to talk to Mark Pope. Coming up at 5.30, so stay tuned for that. Our good friend Tom with us now. We're at 86 East University Parkway here in Orem. Tom, it's a beautiful, beautiful day, beautiful day for a little shopping, huh? It's, uh, i got to help everybody relax. Where everybody's uptight, so we're going to do, do something about a that. relax day. Well, like you, you do specialize in relaxation. We yeah. do. How about a beautiful, I mean incredible, power reclining Sectional, this beautiful gray thing right here. Oh, very nice. Regular twenty nine ninety nine. It's made by one of the better brands, um, company called Steve Silver. Nice stuff. Regular twenty nine ninety nine. We're gonna do it for eighteen hundred and ninety nine dollars to help somebody relax. They they need to kick back. They need a little help with the man cave. We're gonna take care of them. Do it in style. How about the ultimate relax? Sleep. You spend 30% of your life in your bedroom it's sleeping. Important. Very important. I'm going to do a queen adjustable bed for four ninety nine. How about a king head up and foot up for eight ninety nine? which is incredible. But then let's get to the big daddy. I have a new deal, something that we haven't done. Okay. New mattresses. I've got two mattresses to choose from. One is a beautiful 13-inch hybrid, and one of them is a Cooltech hybrid. See that beautiful gray mattress right there? Oh, yeah. I'm going to do that with a really nice adjustable bed. So your ch- your choice of mattresses, and then you're going to get head up, you're going to get foot up with massage, with USB to charge your phone, with LED lights, the whole package. Uh, it does not have lumbar, the, but the whole package for twenty five ninety nine. Wow. Incredible deal. So we want you to come see us. We want to help you relax. We want you to take advantage of the best deals and... Um, I am running out of the queen bases at these prices. So if you've been waiting, do remember I told you don't wait on the lumbar for the king beds. Gordon, 
got the last two. How about that? Two. You need two to make one king bed. You know, oh, okay. I, I thought almost, he was, you know, he see, had like his even day no, bedroom. No, no, you know. no, 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 no. But I almost feel guilty. The price is so good that I feel guilty actually you purchasing should. it. You should. I but, told, but it's available. To I told average. you that Orem police came over and I had to say, hey, don't arrest them. They're not stealing. I gave them good prices. <laughs> Come and see us. 86 East University Parkway, or of course, 1967 South, 300 West there in Salt Lake City. We'll have uh, Sam Amick straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.